Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTHO. Today, we're going to talk about snowflake protesters and feminist movement in Mexico. But first, roll the intro. Okay, uh, so uh, before we get started, I want to remind everybody that you can continue supporting the show by downloading any of the episodes, including today's episode, uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. You can also visit the JTHShow.com to check out any of the clips that we might show on the on YouTube. Uh, on there, they'll be uncensored because, of course, on YouTube we have to censor them because of their terms of use. Uh, but other than that, let's get started. So we're going to get started today with uh, protesters that are snowflakes or snowflake protesters. So what do I mean by that? Before anybody, you know, that's watching the show that's either on the left or on the right, tell me probably talking about them and of them, of course, the opposing side. And let me stop you there. I'm actually not. I'm talking about in general uh, protesters or, you know, demonstrators that show up to these uh, events and get triggered. Right, get triggered over something the other side does. Those are the snowflakes in my eyes. Okay, in my eyes, I don't qualify anybody as a quote unquote snowflake because of your uh, political stance. I don't. Uh, and for that, for us to really understand what I'm talking about, let's go to a clip that I have prepared for you today. Roll it. Turn it off. Hey, you Okay, so that clip that you guys just saw there is uh, from a protester, Jason Lara, according to COS.net, which is a consequence of sound.net. And they put on there that, you know, Mr. Lara uh, essentially punched uh, the, you know, protester on the other side, right, of whatever he was there for. And apparently he was there for Trump 2020. And, uh, you know, he decided to punch him because the individual uh, was playing the song uh d or fdt can't really say that you know what it stands for here but uh you might get it you might actually have already heard it right which is essentially f donald trump it's uh, i guess rapped or sang or however you want to put it by yg an artist yg and you know people often use that song when they are trying to again trigger the other side right when they're trying to more than anything be a nuisance and here's the thing you're going to have individuals, in my opinion, that are out there just trying to see what reaction they can get out of people. They're not really there to protest anything. You know, they probably find out, you know, in their cities that, oh, this is going to go down, this kind of protest or even this kind of demonstration or, you know what, a support rally. Right. And, you know, they may get a point to go out there and find ways to trigger people in those uh, rallies, demonstrations or whatnot. And at the end of the day, you know, what are they trying to do? They're trying to get a, a viral clip, right? They're trying to get likes on Instagram or, or Facebook. 
And unfortunately, these kind of events happen, end up happening, right? These kind of situations end up developing where you have individuals that take it further. And, you know, that further usually includes uh, putting your hands on someone, which is ridiculous. At that point, in my eyes, you become a snowflake. Why? Because here's the thing. What has happened to the world where, you know, you can go out, have an opinion, in fact, even be a nuisance where, you know, you're really not hurting anybody. Yeah, you are being disrespectful. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, it has to get to the point where we put our hands on each other. You know, what kind of world are we living in where that is commonly, more and more commonly, actually, um, normal? That is just something that comes to your mind. You know, I've come to the conclusion that individuals like these um, typically have um, anger issues, uh, self-esteem issues, and more importantly, have a very limited ability to use um, a vocabulary, whether that be in English and Spanish or whatever language, right? They don't know how to really express themselves. And I'm not trying to get fancy here and say that they're not articulate and, you know, no, 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 no. You can have, you know, a basic understanding of a language and still, still, right? And try to use it um, and come out winning, winning in the sense of getting your point across. And then when people refuse to understand you, uh, refuse to hear you, whatever happened to walking away, ignoring them, you know, you're not going to get very far with someone that is either yelling or not letting you speak not letting you have a turn, right? Um, and, you know, at that point, what is wrong with you walking away? I know what it is. I know what it is. Yeah, oh yeah, I know what it is. It's, it comes down to people feeling embarrassed. They already made a fool out of themselves. And they start by threatening, right? By sending threats out there very loudly so other people can hear. And at that point, they cannot back down. They back down and they'll look dumb, right? And what happens, and at least that's what they feel, right? Um, they have to come through with what they just said they would do if said person didn't do what they told them to do. And at that point, you get individuals that end up going viral, such as this moron, you know, and they end up doing a disservice to whatever demonstration or rally or whatever they're doing out there, right? You lose people. Very, very quickly, because once it comes down to violence, once it comes down to you literally putting your hands on someone else, I, I to this day don't see how anybody can back an individual like that is the same that I've the you know, same thing that I've said about uh, the BLM movement. Right. When it gets to being violent, when it gets to the point where you're endangering people's lives, um, you lose me. I'm done supporting you. You know, you might have the best intentions in the world to represent a movement that everybody should be aware of and everybody should back. But once you get to the point that you decide to stop using your words, you're unreasonable and you get violent. I'm done. And I think that's that's what happens in most cases. And in this case, it would be with the pro Trump rally that what they were happening or even if it was not a big rally. Right. Even if they were just out. And there were, you know, a couple people with signs saying, you know, Trump 2020, or maybe they heard the anti-Trumpers, uh, you can say, and then they passed by because clearly they were in some type of gas station or, or, or at least somewhere near, 
And this guy decided, oh, what, what, what are they saying about Trump? What are they saying about my hero? And he decides to get off his vehicle and, and go and hit the guy. It's ridiculous, right? And, and unfortunately, this is not just secluded to the U.S. This happens all over the world, right? And in fact, this happens for things as dumb as pizza. I'm like, what are, what, are you, what are you talking about, pizza? Yeah, let's roll that clip. Okay, so this individual, uh, clearly, right? We don't have to even understand what's happening. For those of you guys that are, are watching in English and really don't understand Spanish, I mean, you can see there's a guy in Little Caesars who decided to get physical, violent, over pizza. I mean, really, that's what it came down to. Um, he kept repeating, sell me the pizza, sell me the pizza, dude, you know, in Spanish, right? It's, it shows how pathetic um, uh, you know, ill-educated the guy, you know, he is period. When it comes down to allegedly someone in the store telling him, Hey, uh, please use, um, you know, a mouth covering or whatever. Right. Um, like, you know, it's happening right now all over the world. It's not like he's exempt from it. No, no, no. They told him, Hey, cobra bocas, you know, which is again, like the, the mouth thing, right? Everybody's using the, the, the cover thing. Okay. And he gets upset over it. Now, there's a whole response he did, right? He, he had the audacity to go out and, and, and do a response. I'm not even going to show you. You can Google it yourself. It, it's, it's embarrassing that he went out and even thought about, you know, it would be a good idea that after I made this scandal and it went viral, I'm going to go ahead and do, a, I think it was like a minute or two response video on explaining why I had to get violent. And at the end of the day, it came down to, hey, the, the pizza people, the, 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 the people behind the counter were very mean. And then I'm like, whatever. I went out. I told my buddy to go get the pizza. And then they wouldn't sell him, them the pizza either. Now, we can go all day long as to whether he's right, they're right. And, you know, it's true. A lot of times when you go to many different, you know, places, because that's one of the comments that I saw in some of these videos. Yeah, a lot of the times those people are, are very mean and they're nasty. 
that's not what I'm going for here. That's not what the point, uh, or at least why I showed you the video. It's to give you another example, of course, of another individual who doesn't get his way and like a child throws a tantrum. That's a tantrum. And then you know what the saddest part is? Two things. One is that he literally tells his friend, um, hey, go get the gun. What is that really going to do? What are you going for here? So now on top of assault, now you want to bring on assault with a deadly weapon. And at the end, God forbid, if it would have gone to the point of somebody getting shot, uh, put it this way, maybe even him. What would they would have said? Oh, he was such an angel. He was such a good person. He had, you know, a misstep. I mean, what would have been the headlines there? Right. Man goes in and throws a tantrum because he, can get a he can't get a pizza and shoot someone. If the friends would have listened to him. Now, the second saddest part is that he allegedly says, this is the pizzas for my kids. And I want to say that I understood him. He said, go get my kids from the car. Is that He's using almost any type of, of reasoning in his mind, no matter how moronic, to get the pizza. I mean, many people watching this will be like, yeah, he's, he's an idiot. I, and I, I, I hope, rather, that's the vast majority of you. But what's sad here to see is that individuals like these don't understand you know, that they are one really understand, right? Cause they might say, I do understand. No, you know, you don't clearly you don't that there are consequences, right? Um, that are sometimes can go further than just that moment. And it commonly happens because they want to be right. I've said it before in other videos, people want to be right so bad that they will do and say anything just to feel that they were proven right. Or maybe do everything to not be proven wrong. I don't know. However you want to see this. And it's quite frankly scary. Because we all have to live with these individuals. And now there's a lot of these individuals up and coming. Oh yeah. There's a lot of them. Right now being raised. Right now in households probably. Probably. Not far from where you live. In households that maybe you even know. I can tell you specifically that I know a few children from people that are obviously I will, you know, leave unnamed that I it's a facepalm every single time I, I, I see parents trying, trying because that's what they're doing, trying to discipline their children. And they don't understand that if they as a parent, as the authoritative figure right now in their life, the really the most important authoritative figure in their life cannot control them. With a simple, hey, calm down. Hey, go sit down. Hey, stop saying that. Why would you think that these individuals, these children, right, that eventually will be, uh, you can kind of say, individual uh, thinking members of society. Somehow, I don't know how they're going to be that, but okay, let's play along. They're going to be that, that they're not going to end up on some viral clip. And if right now it's easy, to get them on, on cell phone cameras. I mean, how easier do you think it's going to get for your children that right now you can hardly control for them not to end up on some viral clip. Now, the best that you can hope for is that they mature and they understand. And somehow, you know what, out of a miracle, they end up being actual working members of society. But if they don't, those are the individuals that we're all going to interact with. And I insist right now, they're being raised. And right now, those are the kids 
that are going to end up like this. This these two guys, first of all, the first guy, I don't know if he never had a dad or a mom or or a guardian tell him, "Hey, you know what? Putting your hands on other people not a good idea to do just because they disagree or they're doing something that annoy you." And I've seen plenty of people that will say, "Oh, that's annoying." Okay, well that's fine. But then I've heard individuals say, "Man, I wish I could go, you know, blah, 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 his ass." It's like, what? What'd you say? No, you cannot just do that. No, you cannot just go pummel someone. No, you just can't, you know, wish this on people. You know, things that it blows my mind just because they disagree with you. Just because you feel annoyed. I mean, who raised you? The other guy with the Superman shirt. You know, who, who is he raising? If it's true that his children were in the vehicle. And can you, can you imagine who is he raising? Right now, it's it's very sad. It's very sad. Um, and I honestly think that, you know, it, it's going to be something that's going to unfortunately get worse progressively. Unless individuals, hopefully maybe like me, maybe even like you, uh, start spreading the word, at least among our families. All right. Spreading that word of like, hey, you know, I, I, I think... Uh, I think you should do something about your child. I think uh, he or she should respect you more, you know, because unfortunately those are the individuals that I'm going to be growing up with. Those are the individuals that unfortunately uh, my children are going to be growing up with and my grandchildren. And yeah, you can't save the world, but you can certainly do something about your immediate circle. And that's where it starts. Right. Um, uh, Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's what I have for this story. So let's move on to the next story, which is, uh, the feminist movement in Mexico. Okay, so with this story, uh, you know, it's it's a bit more touchy than the previous topic, um, and that is because clearly there's going to be a, a big group uh, of individuals that are going to say, what, "What are you talking about? Don't even don't even come near this topic because there's nothing wrong happening here." And obviously, I would strongly disagree with that. Um, So before I go, you know, deep diving and getting people all upset, let me start by saying this. One, I cold hardly support uh, women and definitely support for, you know, women to be treated equally. You know, when it comes to at least comparing women with men, um, I support, you know, that women um, should progress more, should be allowed and and allowed is, is a really, again, touchy word, but, uh, Yes, for now, for the sake of the argument, allowed to be, you know, to do as much um, or hell, even more than men, by all means. Right. I'm all for that. You know, I I am a father of of two young ladies. One day will be young women. And of course, I want to see them uh, for them to accomplish whatever it is that they want to accomplish in their life. Okay, so that's out of the way. All right. Let's go into what I don't agree with, with the feminist movement. Now, if you haven't heard. Uh, Mexico, and in general, it has happened in many places in Mexico. In Tijuana, for instance, recently there was, you know, landmarks uh, defaced uh, in light of uh, the feminist movement, according to a borderreport.com article. And this is true, right? Um, There was, uh, for instance, uh, a big known monument in Tijuana, very popular, by the way. Um, It's the the big uh, ball thing that everybody calls it, right? Uh, El Centro Cultural in Mexico that was, you know, tagged, graffitied on by 
the feminist movement that was there. They were they were hosting a, a, a rally, a demonstration. Again, I don't know what word you want to pick with these um, demonstrators, protesters, whatever. They were saying, you know, um, the movement. You know, we we want to bring light to what's happening to women because there has been a lot of uh, death involving women in Mexico. That is true. Um, it's very sad, extremely sad. Something must be done. I agree. But then the women, you know, decided to take it a step further. And, well, here are some of the pictures, right, where they have uh, graffitied all over um, this monument. Now, <clears throat> it's, it's very sad because, you know, it hasn't happened just in, in Tijuana. And it's happened also recently as well, well, at least in the month of September, in Mexico City, where they took over a building and, you know, some of the art that was in, in that building was either burnt, uh, was also tagged and you know, graffitied on, um, particularly uh, paintings of, of men in history, or at least in Mexico in Mexico's history, were, you know, were painted on. You know, there's literally a picture of, uh, of a person, of an activist, uh, writing all over the walls and writing or painting, rather, um, over these paintings, right? Now, of course... Just like here in the U.S., we're going to have people say, well, yeah, they were doing that to paintings of men that have been bad in representing women or women's rights. Sure, that is that is true. Um, I That's what he says, what I've read and heard. Here's the thing, right? We're going to have videos uh, pop up like the one that recently came up of, a, of an older man, you know, arguing, yelling back and forth with one of these uh, feminist activists saying, hey, there's people that fought for 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 this to stand i am one of them and you know he was saying you know how dare you this also had a, does a disservice to um you know my my child you know i guess that he lost his child and you know the feminist the 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 protester uh, activist however you want to put it was saying yeah but you're gonna care more about a wall and honestly i think that it, it, she's wrong Ugh, yeah i know i'm gonna say it uh, she's wrong because I don't know that this individual saying I care about that piece of Walmart. It's it's what he feels it represents for him and for many other Mexicans, right? Because I saw a lot of support for him. It's it's sad because the individual, the protester, right, the activist, has great points, right? I'm sure she's very passionate and she should be as to why she is there, right? Trying to bring awareness to a again a very um, touchy topic right a topic that needs to have more awareness however the way she's going on about it and some of her members is is not seen like something that should be happening by people you know spectating right this man included right he is essentially saying hey at the cost of us and what we believe you want to bring light to Whatever it is that, you know, that you're saying that you need uh, more awareness brought to. And honestly, I think the activists ends up losing momentum or the, the movement in general actually ends up losing people that might support, you know, their cause. Even if they agree as to why the, the cause exists in the first place. It's a lot of what happens here in the U.S. as well, right? You have people that are in the BLM, BLM movement, excuse me the Black Lives Matter movement, 
who have phenomenal, great, truthful, factual points as to why we need to have more awareness uh, in the you know areas of police brutality, um, you know, blacks being oppressed or minorities for that matter. But what happens a lot of the times is they lose momentum very quickly when they do things like go into restaurants and disturb or say literally out loud F your comfort. And I have a whole other video that I've been planning on, on doing that, but you know, it shows, it shows, you know, that there are people that either a, uh, want to get some type of attention, right. Or want to win an argument at all costs, which is why I opened up this video, this episode with the, with the first two guys, right. But at any cost, they want to win the argument. They want to feel like they got the pizza, <laughs> like that guy, you know, no matter what they, they can be on camera. They can be on, they, they can be caught documented doing a crime. Doesn't matter now. Now all eyes are on me and now can I look dumb? Right. And unfortunately this was happening with, with some of these movements, the feminist movement in Mexico. Now, to get back to the other side and and to get back to defending the movement, like I initially said, is, you know, I I believe that a big part of the problem that's happening in Mexico or why has this even come about is the machismo. Yeah, the machismo is a big problem in Mexico. Why? Because unfortunately, and I can speak to this because while I'm not a 70s or 60s babies, um, I am, you know, someone that was born in 87 and have lived through a good chunk of the machismo before it was, you know, put up on social media, you know, where you were called a niña or, or, uh, or, uh, you know, any of those disgusting words in Spanish just to say you're lesser, right? You're, you're a girl, you're lesser. And I think, you know, to be fair, I know people will say, well, yeah, but people, don't people say that in English too? Yes, I understand that. But in my opinion, it feels almost like a lot of the world has tried to move forward and away from those terms, but it still exists um, and is very alive within uh, Mexico. And again, obviously, the feminist group believes that, right? That women are less, that women can be used and are, you know, uh, disposable almost, you know, and whenever you're done with one, move on to the next. Now, of course, this is a, this is a topic that more than, you know, 30 something minutes won't do just to, because it's, it's a very complex argument, right? I've heard everything from people, right? Not just men saying, well, yeah, man, but that's because, you know, women have allowed themselves to be objectified, you know, particularly in, in the Mexican culture, um, you know, you have things like uh, La Zona Norte, right, in Tijuana. That that is a, a very well-known um, location for men to, you know, buy uh, women, you know, by the hour. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, people are going to say, man, I'm in Mexico, many times, you know, you have even novelas, right? That will objectify women and women almost, you know, run to that. So there's, there's many angles to this, but 
It doesn't stop being a problem. It doesn't stop being something that I understand why feminists have come out and said, hey, this is what needs light. This is what we need to bring awareness to. So, you know, again, I think in general, the movement stands for something that does need attention. However, I think also that you have many members of said movement that are doing a disservice to the movement, right? That are, that are turning other possible supporters off, right? That they're, they're pushing people away, you know, defacing uh, things that a lot of people hold dear to their heart. Even if you think that's antiquated, even if you think, well, that doesn't hold value over a human life to you, right? If you see that video of the, of the old man and, and, and the activists arguing and you understand Spanish, um, and if you, you know, hear it a couple times like I did, you'll start understanding, at least if you really want to think critically, you'll put yourself on both sides and say, yeah, you know, while I understand the activist and, you, you know, you can be empathetic to what she is trying to stand for, I completely understand where the guy's coming from, right? Um, because look at him, you know, the guy's at least well into his 50s, maybe even 60s and has lived and, you know, according to him and some fashion fought for that to stand and for somebody that he probably feels man you're probably a quarter of my age half my age at best to come and and just you know tag it all up burn it down like it was nothing you know it becomes personal and i think that's what happens when you have these big divisions among you know people in general not just you know the culture right because it's not always about a culture sometimes these divisions happen mainly um, in large uh, age groups because of this, right? Because we don't, we don't, I don't think really stop to think, you know, about what the other side really wants to say because there's so much yelling. And then eventually there, there's sometimes there's violence, right? Because, you know, again, people were not taught how to use their words properly. So anyways, that's it for today, guys. That's all that I have. I want to just, again, bring light to these, these topics and uh, hopefully you don't end up getting on some kind of viral video and, uh, you know, be more aware of your actions, you know, have that practice, hyper awareness, at least as much as you can. We can all lose our temper. I'm not saying I never have. And I've told you guys that before, but I definitely try to practice what I preach. Self-awareness. All right. Thank you for watching. Remember, you can listen to the episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and then visit the JTHshow.com to get some of those uncensored clips and other perks. See ya.